0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Balls and Whistles, a sports podcast from Highland News and Media. I'm your sports editor, Will Clark. And once again, Andrew Henderson is still on holiday, and I never knew what those words Eric Carmen beautifully sung actually meant until now. Actually, I was really enjoying a bit of Eric Carmen. It's a cracking song. Do you want to hear a bit more? I know I do. I sure. Sometimes I feel so insecure. Nah, I'm getting a bit depressed now. I think we should get on with the show. Although it was my plan to play seven minutes of Eric Korn. Hendel will be back next week, whether we like it or not. So let's make the most of it. On today's show, we speak to Harry Payton as Ross County look for their first win of the season in the Premiership when they take on St Mirren. In rugby... Highland have a massive game against league leaders Melrose in National 1, and we speak to head coach Dave Carson. And across the bridge in ross Sutherland Rugby Club, they've made history as they've appointed their first ever female captain. We speak to Natalie Reid as ross Sutherland women prepare for their first game against Geary in Invergordon on Saturday. But first, let's talk about Akali Fissel as they return to action this weekend when they play Green at Morton at the Caledonian Stadium on Saturday. Inverness are three points ahead of the chasing pack, And Alistair Fraser caught up with Scott Allardyce to speak about the club's great start to the season, his own great form in the first team, and how they're looking to put the defeat at Hamilton Academical behind them.
1: I suppose, um, just first of all, just looking to the weekend and uh, back to the league, um it's it's all, I suppose it's, it's it's a chance now just to, to cement that first uh, you know, top of the league position. Um it's every, every time you win you know that's your destiny's in your own hands at the moment. Yeah, no, that's obviously at the minute we've we
2: started well. Um there's a setback at Hamilton being the first
3: one we've done this season. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you, you've got you've got that momentum. I know I know you mentioned Hamilton there, and it was a it, it was a setback, but it still feels like um, you, you've got that kind of you know just just that feel good factor and winning momentum at the club. Yeah. And I think it was important on Saturday against Delvin um, that we came
2: back and, and responded with a win, And we've done that obviously after a defeat. Yeah. You need to get back winning games as soon as possible. So it was a good it was a good result in the end for us to go and.
1: Continue getting, getting them it, it, I suppose it it could be important the Elgin one in the sense that you know if if you'd if you'd suffered a an upset it would it would have made headlines obviously you know and it would have been seen as a you know is this is, is this the moth form now and are they losing their way a wee bit but the they dug they, they, the team dug deep and came back uh, really strongly. Yeah, that's, yeah no, that's uh, A good cut a
3: Yeah. Um, and, and as you said, even after a loss,
2: um people are waiting probably to as you said to make make noise about if we were to lose another game. So it was, it was important that we that we built that win and it, it does set up, sort of, up nicely for uh, the game against Morton on
1: Saturday. Yeah, yeah. And you, you've you've answered a few questions as a team this season. You know, you've you've had the, the games where you've kind of ground it out and won nil. You've had the the Park Thistle performance, which was probably my favourite game of the, the the season so far, you know, where you you really came on a game in the second half and swept them aside, you know, you've had that sort of win as well, and then I suppose uh, Saturday against Elgin was another side of it, you know, coming back from from behind. It must it, it's just about belief, is it really that you can you, you never kind of feel that you're you, it's a lost cause in a game? Yeah, hundred no, percent. I think this season
3: so far, I know we've eight games in. The- Yeah. The, the league started, but we've showed the different sides. I think in,
2: in most games, I think the games that have been scrappy, um, been a bit of a battle. We've done enough in the end to get the win, and then obviously you've mentioned the part of the game where I thought as a team it's their best performance, yet, especially the second half.
3: Yeah. And that is the level we feel we get to. We just need to show it more often because there's been games where we've maybe not been
2: as good as that game. Yeah. We've still turned it out, so it's a good balance to have, but.
1: Yeah. Yeah. How good has it just been about the place just now, Scott? You know, in terms of, it, uh, it seems like you've got a real close bunch now. You know, um, uh, what's this? Your second year is it, uh, or? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, w- 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 uh, not not to cast aspersions on what went before, but it sounds like you know you've just got a special group at the moment. Yeah. Everything changed in terms of not just the shortened season, but the way in which the training day was. You weren't at the stadium,
2: you were just basically training. Yeah. training and then going home in your own cars and then and sitting in the house because because of the restrictions.
3: Yeah. Whereas this year, everything's opened up to the degree we're in at the
1: stadium. We're bonding in the mornings, being around each other a lot more. And it helps, it helps yeah. the, team,
2: the team spirit just being around every day.
1: I suppose, yeah, yeah. I suppose it's especially um, beneficial for a club like Cali Thistle up in the Highlands because you know there's not there's local players in the in the squad, obviously, but most most of you come from somewhere else, so you're away from your families and just to have that um, you know that chance to to socialise together must be good again. And it must have been tough last season, you know, when you're. It's not like you're staying staying at home with your mum and dad or anything like that. You know, you're 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 up here um, without anyone immediately around you, sort of thing. Yeah, no, I think, uh, I think we all spoke about this to a degree
2: that, we're all right, an advantage up here um, because of where wherever this is, it's um, a pure travel from from
3: the central belt. So uh, everyone lives up here. Yeah, at, uh, at an advantage, but everyone's in and around each other. We're going going so as you say, to go
2: on, on to do stuff after training, to just be around each other, and that, only brings, that can only bring good things. You know?
3: yeah. Because you understand each other more as a person rather than a yeah. player. So it's, it's more than just football. You're around each other 24-7. Yeah.
2: So, uh, that, that does help you up here. And as you said, it's probably led onto the, the changing room and now onto the, onto the pitch that
1: you have a close-up bunch. It probably helps results long term. Yeah, yeah. And um, the the other sort of spin off of the Elgin game was a few guys getting a getting a run out that they've been craving and how 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 intense is the competition now for places? Yeah, it's the thing all over we've
2: competition for places. Um and the, the duration of the season you need that um, speaking for my I, I, I know I need to be on top of my game because there's people pushing and and it goes for every a big position, big money. Knows that Billy McKay is coming for his spot or vice mm-hmm. versa. finals, mm-hmm. Someone's trying to get his spot. So all over the park, um, we've got competition, and that can only be a good thing because everyone knows whether it's in training, whether it's in games that they need to be after, or whether they're not going to play or in training they need to be after because in the lead up to
3: the it's that's important. So yeah, I think if we're going to be successful this season, we need to have that
1: competition and. That's what it seems like we've got. And and just, just just on your own game, you know, how 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 do you feel you, you to me it looks like you're playing well, you're loving your football, um, uh, do you still feel you're you're improving as a player for every game? Yeah, no, I think that's the one thing I think came on a lot. Um, probably it helps for the amount of minutes I've I've played since I've came to the club. Mm-hmm.
3: Especially at the age I'm at right now. Yeah. Um, it's a good mix, having uh, the older ones and having the, the younger ones as well. So it's a good mix for me at the age I'm at to, to be getting game time. Yeah. Um, and, and it's hopefully going to be part of a, of a good side this year. Yeah. Um,
1: You have got a good guy beside you as well in Sean Welsh, the captain. Um, you know and sh- sh- you forget something Sean's played at you know, a lot of Premier League football as well. has he been quite influential on you? Yeah, no, he's been good, um, he talks away to you about different different bits of your game and, and uh, you balance off each other well in games and in even um, yeah. so having him and also others that
3: played at a high level I think this year throughout the squad and, and yeah. the ball
2: have these players who have
1: played at that level because you are learning if you want to try and get there yeah. so if they've been there and done that then all you can do is just learn off them and try and, try and gain wee things from their games yeah. just a last one Scott um, you, you, you're unbeaten at home uh, this season so obviously you know, go into the Morton game with a lot of optimism. and I, w- I was checking back and it actually stretches back, I think, something like March this year, you haven't been beaten. But then I noticed, of course, it's Morton that beat you <laughs> that time. So um, I suppose that's a wee warning, you know, that you, you can't take anything for granted coming into the the game. No, it's not. Um, I think our home record this season has been good. Since last year, we threw too many games at home.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So hopefully we can get the three from Saturday and it, it ends the well and we can go again for the, for the next yeah.
0: Ross County are still looking for their first win in the Premiership and they hope it'll come on Saturday when they take on St Mirren at the Global Energy Stadium in Dingwall. Harry Payton spoke to the press this week to discuss their chances
4: and the season so far. You know, I'm feeling good about it. I'm really looking forward to the game. Um, We've been playing some good football recently, and it'd just be nice to play at home, play the same football we've been playing, and get a win. Yeah. Um. And what have you made of the season so far? Um. Obviously, Maki was saying that it'd been unlucky on a couple occasions. How would you kind of sum it up? Yeah, I think he sums it up well. Like, completely agree with him. We've been really unlucky, playing some good football, but we've been, I think we've been building and improving a lot over the season. And the first, I think, six games were the top six of. Of last year so if you think about that like you know we, we want to be competing with those teams and um i think we did we were unlucky um but now it shows the next couple of games where um, we need to prove that we can beat these teams and and play good football and score goals and win yeah how pivotal are these next three games or so for you especially with two of them being at home as well yeah they're, they're obviously every game is a big game for us um we always want to win uh, that's just the morale for the team we the team for the winners we want to Compete and um, yeah, next couple of games, you know, are going to be um, they're not going to be easy, but we're going to definitely um, work hard through the week and training like we have been, and um, work a game plan on how to break them down and and definitely. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward for it. And um, obviously, the running results maybe not what you're looking for, but I suppose it gives you know various players a chance to fight for a uh, place in the starting eleven. I suppose more so than if you were kind of yeah. You know, Consistent I suppose it gives you a chance more to, to burn in please? Yeah, for sure. Um I think with the international break just there, there's a few more boys that were, were injured and they're just they're back into training now. So we're we're getting a, a bigger squad and I think we'll be available for more players to to push on and I think we'll have a bit more um, coverage in the left back area with with Jake back and Connor coming back as well through the fullback area. Um so definitely give a chance. For, for other players to push on and play their more um you know their position um so that would be good um obviously your brother Ben joined in the, the summer how have you found kind of playing with him and since he joined yeah it's been great like I said um Jake was out so he had to fill in for us uh at, he was out of position just playing left back but he came in and done a great job um it'd be great to get him in the middle I know I know what he can do in there um and if I could get the chance to play with him in there I think we would uh, we would do be a good team in there. What's that like playing in the same team as you, your brother? You know, when we were younger, we always we were always playing and training together, and um, it's kind of it was a dream of ours to make it to the, like the top level of football, and, and to be on the same team playing and training every week. It's just it's, it's actually amazing, and being able to if he has a if I have a bad game, for example, he's there to you know help me settle and push me again in training, um, and it's good it's a bit of a rivalry as well, and the, even finishing today, who scores the more goals. Um, so it's 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 amazing. Perfect. Not for reinforcing
1: Because you both went to sort of English football to begin with, he was at Blackburn and you were at Fulham. But was that at the same time that you were both in England
4: or? Um, it was near the same time. Yeah, he was. He's two years uh, younger than me, yeah. so I had a bit of a head start when I came over. Um, and then he came over on trial, did the same kind of process as me, and he ended up at Blackburn. And he uh, he kind of struggled a bit with with injuries there, nearly break into the first team. Just getting knocked out with an injury, and yeah. um, but he's been one to play first team football just to get his his games in, and show people what he can do at a, at a higher level rather than just the reserve level. Um, yeah. And it's yeah, he's, he's a top player. Manager certainly showed a lot of faith in him, you know, like throwing him into some really you know big games and and you know position right from the start. Yeah, yeah, like I said, he's filling in for us, you know, down the left, and and he has been. Doing extremely well, and I can see that it's it's not frustrating him because he loves playing and he, he would play any minute anywhere on the field. Um, but you can see that he wants to push in and get into the midfield. And um, personally, I know what he can do in there. So it's just a waiting to see and keep training hard for him and just be patient.
1: Your yeah. your parents must be proud of you both in, you know playing in the same team and doing well. Um, are they are they going to come over at some point? You know and see you? And, and what what are their, What have they been saying about it?
4: Yeah, it's funny because now they say they can just watch the one game rather than <laughs> having to watch yeah, yeah. watch two games at once. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely when the time comes and, and they get maybe time off work or something and mm. the restrictions are kind yeah. of settled, then yeah. they'll be they'll be over here for sure. Yeah.
1: What about yourself? I mean, what, what, how are you looking at this season and what the
4: challenges for you personally? Huh? For me personally, my biggest goal is you know just looking at getting back into that kind of the team. Yeah. Um, along with performing well here and and definitely getting my stats up with goals and assists, um, as well as performing well on a personal level and helping the team out. Um, yeah. But yeah, definitely for the next, uh, I think the next break is in November time. Right. Um, I want to be on the sheet being called up for that.
1: Yeah, What was the experience like when you went away with them most recently? Was it a big trip?
4: Yeah, it was with the Gold Cup, um, with the COVID protocols. I was unlucky not to to make my full debut. I was only available for the semifinals and the or the the quarterfinals and the semi-finals, so it was a bit tricky. The coach isn't going to mm. throw me in straight into the, yeah. the most pressured game, but mm. I trained really well and hopefully um, showed them what I could do. Yeah, um, yeah. And I felt I did. It was a good experience, and I'm happy that I, I ended up going. It's um, obviously giving you a real taste for it, that, you know, to make that your your focus now. Yeah, for sure. I I hope I'm still in. The, I'm still in the picture with. With a wider squad, I just got to keep going and, mm-hmm. and force my way into the the final selection. Yeah, Because yeah, you've spoken about that for a while. it being an ambition to kind of break into the full Canada squad. Um, you know, it must be giving yeah, you a huge amount of pride. You know, to, to earn the call up going into the, the Gold cup, which is you know a big competition. Yeah, it was it was kind of the the proudest moment of my life being called up for for something like that. Uh, and um, again, things happen. Life happens, and I got the the illness, and I got COVID. Um, but. Um, I didn't let that really affect me. I just done my quarantine and got back into training and and just done my best. Um, But yeah, definitely, they've got a very strong team. Um, Some good results the past couple of games against uh, Mexico and Jamaica. So they're looking at securing their their qualification for the next World Cup, probably in the next couple of games for sure.
0: It's a big weekend for rugby in Inverness. as Highland take on league leaders Melrose in National Division 1. After losing their first two games of the season, Highland have won four and a bounce and are now only six points off leaders Melrose. A win and even a bonus point win could bring them within one point of Melrose going into the midway point of the season. Alistair Fraser caught up with Dave Carson this week, the head coach of Highland, to speak about the club's chances of victory.
1: Uh, you're at home again, which is great, but obviously it's, it goes without saying it's going to be a real tough tough game for you. Yeah, absolutely. Massive game for us. Uh, Mel was got the top of the league. I think they're, them being there, they've lost one, I think. Just lost the one the bigger, I was, I was saying. Aye. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah, so, no, I mean, we've seen, we've seen what they've done on videos and stuff. Uh, they're a really good side, and, but as I said, everyone's
2: beatable in this league at the moment, so yeah. we'll look at it this week and we'll, we'll come up with something that we're win
1: Yeah, is is it important to, to see that that you know they're not in, invincible. They they're obviously very very strong, but um, they've they've had a chink in the armor already. So you know it gives you it gives you plenty of hope. Oh, absolutely. I mean, coming up to Wrexham, it's our home ground. Obviously, we'll we're going in want to win, confident we can
2: beat them, and as I say, we have certainly got this desire to do that. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, they're a good side, but as I said, the big thing probably they're an 80 minute side. Games have won in the last 10 minutes. Right. Again, right. Today. Okay. Going 22 all. And then Dundee
3: lost two interception tries in the last 10 minutes as well. Again, yeah. So, yeah, they certainly there to be made. There's, we're not going to go an overall advice, because Melrose coming up here. Um, they should be maybe a bit worried about coming up to the next themselves. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll just see
1: what we can put go out. Good stuff. And just a last one. you know, Is there any team news from the weekend? You know, injuries or. Anything like that, or have you got players coming back this this week? Yeah. Well, Hugo Cash, he, you off know, obviously with a broken an ankle after the the first game of the season against the Air.
3: Yeah. So he had the first fifteen minutes, he got the last fifteen minutes of the game, so that's him coming back in contention. Good. Yeah. Um, and to think who else? Johnny Milton came through on Saturday, which was good.
1: So I know we're we're getting boys back. We're just a couple still to come, but they're a wee bit more long term, but squad's mm-hmm. looking strong. Looking strong this season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have them on Saturday lower
3: down the sides because it was VG Day, which is a, a massive celebration for them. So right. they'll be back in contention this week as well. Okay.
0: Um, just to booster
3: all three squads. Yeah.
0: And finally this week, history was made at Ross Sutherland Rugby Club when they appointed the first ever women's captain. Natalie Reid was voted by her fellow players to take the armband, and this weekend she'll lead out her team as they take on Geary in their first ever match at the Naval Grounds in Invergordon. I caught up with Natalie to see how preparations are going for the game and their hopes of attracting more recruits to join the club. So was it a hard decision to make to become captain or was it just yes I'll do it? Um, There was
5: nominations so I think for the last week, people have been putting forward nominations of who they thought should do it, mm-hmm. um, and then I think there was four of us mm-hmm. that were nominated, and then there was 24 hours, I think it was, for people to vote on, I think it was like Survey Monkey that was used, and yes, I think it was just the majority vote,
0: mm-hmm.
5: and that, that was how it was done. I was quite surprised.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it must be a big honour to be the first ever captain of Ross Sutherland Ladies.
5: Yeah, yeah, definitely. My husband's played for the club since he was six years old. um, And I've known him since we were 12. (laughs) So, you know, basically all our lives. And, um, you know, I've spent a lot of time stood at the side of the pitch and Sort of been about the club, but you know, I keep thinking that I never would have thought a couple of years ago that I would be ladies' captain. Um, So yeah, it's quite exciting to be sort of more involved in the club myself as well as my husband.
0: What's your husband's name?
5: John Reid.
0: John Reid. Okay. And uh, how long have you been playing rugby yourself?
5: Um.
0: Since the summer, <laughs> since also, it's quite—you're quite new to the sport.
5: Yeah, yeah, and and pretty much all of us in the team so far are very new to it. Mm-hmm. There's one or two that maybe have a bit of past experience, but not much. So we're all very new. Um, this summer was uh, there was like a summer touch league that started just before the school holidays. I think it was over 12 weeks or something. So there was loads of people at that. I think at one point there was about 150 um, on one night. So just got involved in that. And then through just people suggesting, saying, oh, we should set up a women's team. And then all of a sudden we did. And here we are, it sort of all just kicked off. So. Yeah, it's very new.
0: <laughs> and uh, how many uh, players does the, the club have at the moment in the ladies section?
5: Currently, for Saturday, I think we've got about thirteen confirmed mm-hmm. that are coming along to be part of the team. Mm-hmm. At training, we've got an average of about ten of us, so we're the numbers are sort of creeping up to to get a full team
0: and maybe start looking to um, play some proper games and that would be good. Yeah, but obviously you're, you're looking to make a push to get more players in so you can have at least 15 yeah. to play on a regular basis. Yeah, mm. yeah. And what what's the the aim? Is it to, to establish a team that can play in the Women's North League like uh, Inverness Craig, Dinane do up here and uh, other clubs across the North?
5: That would be the aim. Yep, mm-hmm.
0: that would be good. <laughs> um, and what position do you play, Natalie?
5: Don't currently know an exact position yet, but um, just suggested that I would be a forward. Mm-hmm. Um, my husband seems to think maybe second row flanker, but nobody seems to know like exact positions yet. Sure. Because um, we're just
0: still at very early stages. Well folks, that's another episode for Balls and Whistles. We hope you enjoyed it. Andrew Henderson will be back from holiday next week. Hopefully he bought me something nice from holiday. I very much doubt it. But uh, until he comes back, I'll sit here on my own waiting for his arrival. Maybe make a bit of dinner, watch a bit of d TV on my own. Have a great weekend, folks. Don't be on your own. Oh, God, I'm so lonely. I sure. Sometimes I feel so insecure. And so distant.